Ace Podcast. Weird. It's time, Craig. Can you interrupt Mark Patch? It's time for What's the, the rush for the weird news, but we got a lot of stories to cover. We got a lot to go over. Wow, I like this. What's this new like urgency to it's, get? To it's m- an urgent emergency to to step on the top of the Mark Patch. Urgent, urgent. Hey, um, <laughs> I'm in a funk today. Funky. What do you mean? Just kind of tired. Well, some of our best episodes come when you're in a bad mood. Um, you know, I'm not in a bad mood, just in a funk. Uptown funk. Because yeah. we got a story about that tonight. So, um, hey, let me ask you before we get started. Let no, me got, I'm just, I, I'm I, just. I guess I'm apologizing ahead of time if I'm not knee slapping funny today. But well, then again, that's never really happened before. So why would you expect it now? Let's just say somebody happened along our podcast accidentally, or somebody had a gun to him and said, "You got to listen to weird." Why, what What can they expect to get? From the Weird News Podcast. Can you answer that question? Weird News. We cover the best in weird news from all over the world. I already know this. And that gives our listener the freedom to skip all other news. Yeah, they don't have to they don't have to watch the nonsense on the big they channels. Don't, because why would you? Fake news. Fake news. This is this is news so good it just seems like it should be fake. It, it's weird is what it is. It's odd. It's weird news. And it's you do need weird. to know this stuff because it'll give you ammunition for your coworkers. At the water cooler. You give them story time. Story time, you'll win. Are there still water coolers? Yeah. Yeah, there are. Are you sure? I'm sure I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, I've got them at my place. I don't know the last time I saw a water cooler. And by the way, I'm about to start job number seven since we started Not this true. I did see a water cooler at a convention center thing I was at a few weeks ago. There was a water cooler. What kind there. of convention was it? It was a business convention thing. Oh, those are fun. But they had water coolers set up on the side, of it, so I did see a water cooler. But you're starting job number 70? Something like that. Yeah, something like that. You're it, finally going back to the 9 to 5 world. Yes. I mean, people would think, with a top-rated podcast like this, <laughs> why would you need to go out and work anywhere else? You, I know. You know, you know simple answer? What? We, we got to stay busy. That's it. We, That's we it. Don't, it's either stay busy yeah. or, or it's either go out and work somewhere or stay here and count our money. From, no. the, from the podcast. And that got so boring because we did that for a couple of months. Yeah, yeah. Because podcast, you know, everybody makes a podcast is rich. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so it's almost game time because this is our Friday episode. But before we get to game time, I think we got a message from last week's winner. J- Jana Lynn Prude. Yeah. But you didn't think I could say that, did you? You did really good. Jana Lynn Prude. And she complimented us on the way we said her name she last She said, time. just so you know, Mr. Craig... Is there a Mr. Craig that works here? That's you, man. I listen first thing Monday and Friday mornings. I hear you and Aaron's voice before I even consume caffeine. That's dangerous. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Janelle. She says she loves us. She says, I love you guys. That's I sweet. never thought I would win, and now I can stop listening. You know what? She's Janelle? just kidding. She says she's joking. She really. We love you too. Oh, that's so nice. She it's says true. She, she says she's really. She was just joking. She's going to keep listening. I think. Good. Good. Um. But and and then. She said that um, she sent an email. She sent an email yep. to you with the address. Yep. And everything. I got be, that. Uh, and she put something out about Nick. Yeah. But she likes Fleetwood Mac. I missed the Nick thing. I, she I does like Fleetwood Jaylen. Mac. And then. Um, she put Nick Boy. She, in, she put in, uh, Fleetwood Mac, but she meant to put Greta Van Fleet. Exactly. Is what she says. Yes. But she tells us that she's blind and she doesn't always stop to let Siri proofread. She doesn't listen when Siri. Because what will happen is she'll. She'll, she'll t- hey Siri, take this note. Right, and Siri will yeah. start listening. 
but she doesn't always listen to Siri come back and make sure everything sounds right. So she apologized that sometimes it's pretty. But yeah, I, I digress. Okay. This is what she said. Yeah. But she said, uh, thanks for the prize. She loves us so much. And we're great. And uh, and we come from such a great place. And I think Tennessee is a pretty great place. I that, love Tennessee, especially I, our little corner of it. I'm pretty here. sure that's not what she meant, but that's what I would think <laughs> she meant. But anyway, Jana Lynn Prude. Uh, JP for short. Yeah, JP. You are, as I, I proclaim right now, the listener of the episode. That goes out for Gentle and Prude. Thank you so much for your kind words. And speaking of game time, Craig, you know what time it is. It's a swinging little ditty. Kind of reminds me of uh, Jimmy Buffett a little bit. Or maybe that's it's just a little Caribbean. A little, little bit. He was at the studio earlier singing uh, Jimmy Buffett to me coming for some here from the, We're coming from the Annex again. That's right. We have not been to the Leeberry Studios in a month of Sundays. And I talked front front drama. She says she missed us. <laughs> when they straighten their crap out down there yes. and they realize who runs the place, then we'll be back. But until then, you know, just because her great-grandpappy was the one who started it, she You're talking about that, Mr. Barry. Yeah, she yeah. thinks that, that she runs the joint. Well, she does. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> anyway, today's prize. Yeah, what do we got for our listener we got today? A, we got a card game today. It's a called card game? Five Crowns. It's the five-suited rummy-style card game. The game isn't over till the kings go wild. Oh, that sounds like so much family fun. Yeah. That's an award-winning game, by the way. I Why don't say. people on these cards have clothes on, Aaron? <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm just they kidding. Don't do that. I'm just kidding. So, this, so it's an award-winning game. It's it's super easy to learn, and it's a game, Craig. It's award-winning, just like this podcast. Uh, yeah, hopefully, and it's a game for the entire family. Everybody loves it. So, uh, Okay, you ready for your questions? I am ready. You have to answer two out of three correct. i got to get two out of three, or, now, this th- is or easy. the cards if stay you don't here. Know, if you don't know this one. Well, you always start them that way, and I often don't know those. Two. Was the female prime minister of England throughout the 80s? Greta Van Fleet. No. No, that's the band that, that's awesome right now. No. Margaret Thatcher. Yes. Yeah. We want to get applause? Oh, you got Mar- applause. Margaret Thatcher. Okay, that was nice. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. What father... These are all 80s questions, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. What, fa- 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 <laughs> what father-daughter duo made the term gag me with a spoon a household phrase in the 80s? Should I know that? Yeah. Because I remember Gag Me With a Spoon. Wasn't that from Valley Girl? You're in the area there, but no, that's not what it's from. It's 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 a musician and his daughter. It's got to be uh, Frank Zappa and his daughter, Dee Weasel. Mm, <laughs> I don't yeah. know his daughter. That, that's Dweezel. Dweezel, yeah. Oh, his his daughter was uh, Young Miss Zappa. We're going to give you that one. Zappa. We're going to give you that one. Okay. It was Moon Unit Zappa. Moon Unit. I did know that. Yeah, <laughs> no, even yeah. though you've gotten both of them and, and the prize will be won. Yes. I'm somebody's going about to win this. We're going to give you one, uh, one, extra, bonus question. one extra question. And if I get this one, we're going to throw in some. Uh, I was going to say, we're going to throw in a random. If yes. you get this one, we're going to throw in a random piece of crap that Craig printed on his printer. His <laughs> and I'm gonna 3D say, printer. Can we give Janlin Prude Yeah, we'll find something. something for her. Okay. So I'm always printing this stuff on my 3D printer, just random crap. So we're gonna we're gonna send a random something from my 3D printer with your prize if Aaron gets this next answer. All right, answer. third question is for a piece of crap uh, 3D printed something. It's, I mean, they're pretty decent quality. Oh, it's good. It's quality. just random crap. I love all the stuff it's you just, give it's me. It's just random, random crap. Um, let's see. Hmm. Hmm. Something good. Something I'm, I'm gonna answer. Give me something. Well, I'll give you a question. And the question something you can answer. <laughs> give me something. Um. 
Okay. All right, ready. What 80s TV show starred Tom Hanks in women's clothing? Bosom Buddies. You did it. Yeah. <laughs> gonna get, oh, wait. Not that. It's <laughs> wrong button. <laughs> so now we're going to throw. Now, now you're going to get uh, whoever the winner is in a minute. We're, gonna, we're not going to forget. We're going to actually find the That's winner. That's right. <laughs> like and, we've done before. And uh, we're going to. We're going to. Five crowns card game and going to throw in some random item that I 3D printed. Yes. Which honestly, that, there's your collector's item right there. Yeah. Absolutely. That was crafted by me. By Craig Underhill yes. of the Weird News Podcast. The Weird News Podcast. Yes. All right, I've got the prize pool open. How do you, how does somebody get on the prize pool? You may ask. I'll tell you. I wouldn't ask that. I'll tell you right now. All you got to do is leave us a review, or uh, no, that's it. Just leave us a review, just either on iTunes or on Facebook or anywhere else. You can leave reviews and just let us know that you've done it. If you leave it on iTunes or Facebook, I see it automatically, and I'll go ahead and add you to the list. If you review us elsewhere, send me a, a message via Facebook or email. You can email us from our website at weirdnewspodcast.com. Okay, Craig, we're looking for a number between 1 and 96. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. 1 and 96. She may she may not talk. We don't know. That's true. Sometimes. Hold on. Hold on. All right. Give me a random number between 1 and 96. It's 2. Hey, number 2. Uh, Penguin Toot. That's E. <laughs> <laughs> on his birthday. Hey, he might actually win it because... He listens. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Well, we'll wait and see because uh, Gubzilla didn't. And no, it was. Uh, oh, no. It, it was uh, Little Smoochie. Yeah. A little Smoochie didn't. Yeah. Okay. So that, we, that we means. We could run that again if you want. We're going to. No, I mean, we could do the number again if you wanted. No. Okay. So no, he on, wins. On his birthday, yeah, he won. He wins. And he wins. Because, you know Is why he, he wins? He wins or he wins? He wins. He wins because he left us a review and he's on in the prize Well, pool. that is true. But yeah. you know what's funny? I'd just like to point out. He, Everybody witnessed that that was Siri. That Absolutely. I, I, I'm not rigging. I'm not cooking the books. I just say, give me a number between one and whatever. Yeah, but don't. But but be good like you were last time because you didn't tell. I did uh, not tell. You in did fact, great. In little fact, smoochie. In fact, I rubbed it in my daughter's nose that she did not listen, so therefore she did not win. And we've got a good friend, Brandon, who didn't win. That's, I can't believe he because didn't he, win. Because he wasn't paying attention. So it, we're, it, if nothing else, you can trust us with the, with the way we play Absolutely. this game. Absolutely. And here's the, here's the deal. You've got to listen to the podcast to win. That's what we're trying to reward our winners, right. our listeners. Our, our winner listeners. The, yeah, our winner listeners. Because all our listeners are both of them are winners. All two of them. Ethan and Savannah. Okay, Craig. One more thing, and then we'll get to the weird news. It's now time but for... But hey, f- we will throw in something for J- uh, Janelyn. Absolutely. Okay, yeah, but good. I haven't mailed her a uh, package yet because... Uh, You're lazy. No, it's not that. I've, I've been working. Anyway, it's oh. going out this week. Are I, you also lazy? I emailed her this morning. I will know. shut this podcast down. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Okay. <laughs> movie reviews. It's movie review time. What this, we have need you to, seen? We need to kick this whole thing. I've seen a movie. What'd I you, have seen a see? movie. I have seen a movie. I'm Aaron Lindsay. I have seen a movie. <laughs> I went today to see White Boy Rick. I don't know what that is. It's a true story based on a kid um, who got involved in drug dealing and was uh, because of a Detroit law. Detroit. Uh, was sent away for life. And he got into the drug dealing game because of the FBI. They, they, they promote, they, uh, Came after him and said, "Will you do this for us?" It, it was pretty good. If pretty Movie good. Pass has done nothing else for you, it's made you see movies you would never go see because Absolutely. they only give you two to choose Excellent. from. That's what it was, and then the one I wanted to see didn't start in time, so I wouldn't have been able to make it to the studio. So. All I've done lately is tried to watch old movies. Okay, hang on. Hang on. I'm going to give. Oh wait. I'm going to give. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm going to give White Boy Rick, and it stars uh, Dallas Buyers Club. 
Matthew McConaughey. Okay. It stars Matthew McConaughey with a mullet. Oh, wow. So I'm going to give White Boy Rick uh, three out of five Missouri Compromises. So you thought it was pretty good. It was decent. It was I, did, decent. I did not like it. Three's kind of strong. Yeah, well, it's Midway. It's Midway. All right. Okay, then. All I saw was part of other movies. You know, you know what I've been doing is going back and watching old movies. Yeah, when there's nothing and, wrong and with that. I finished that. watching The Hunter with Steve McQueen. We talked about that. And then I've been watching, and, and I'm. this is funny I'm watching this. This is not my kind of movie, but I, it's one of those deals where I've never seen it. It was in front of me. I'm trying to watch it, but it, it's hard to watch. Yeah. Urban Cowboy. Oh, I love Urban Cowboy. It's hard to watch. Yeah, I've tried to watch it recently, and uh, it's it's not as good as I remembered it. I just don't understand the point of it. I mean, it's really... <laughs> good music, a killer yeah, soundtrack. Yeah, it's just... It was during that phase where they decided that they needed to have uh, John Travolta dance in every movie he's in. Yeah, yeah. So we need to come up with... We know we want John because well, he's... Well, he's a so, good dancer. Well, I mean, he is, but... Was. But, it, but it's, like, it's like, hey, we've got John Travolta. We need him... Because he's huge, and we need him for dancing. Yeah. So we got those two things. Now let's build a story around it. Yeah. He dances. <laughs> they dance in honky tonks. Karen Allen, she dances. No one, Karen Allen. It's um, uh, Deborah Winger. Deborah Winger. Yeah, she danced. She danced. And by the way, White Boy Rick takes place in 1985, 86, and 87. Best and the decade. Music, the music is incredible. Uh, they're at a skating rink a lot of the times. It just brought back a lot of memories, and they're watching Footloose at the drive-in. It was really pretty. Another movie I've never seen. Footloose? It, another movie that seems so dumb. Absolutely stupid. It's but, terrible. But I may go. Good music, though, again. Um, we should do the top ten of bad movies with great soundtracks, because there's a lot of them. I was watching recently where a kid said something, they said something about Footloose being the greatest movie ever, and they went, no, it's not. It never, <laughs> never was. <laughs> no, even when it came out, it wasn't. It was, it's weird. It's an uncomfortable movie for me. I feel uncomfortable watching it. It's got... Um, well, you got to cut Footloose. Well, everybody cuts feet. Footloose, though, <laughs> yeah, if you yeah, think yeah. about it. Except for John... Um, love it. I love it. It's John um, <laughs> Lithgow. John Lithgow, you know, he, he, does, he, not, he does not. He does no, not no, he, foot, and cut he, foot loose. His, my favorite line of history in the whole movie, why don't you have some cake? Yeah, <laughs> great line. Yeah, okay. I know that line. I haven't seen the movie. Oh, good grief. It, don't. I'm serious. Well, I'm I, surprised that I'm you have I'm kind of in this mood, or this mode, rather, of seeing movies that in in close circles people would expect that I've already seen. Well, yeah, you need to catch up. And and I you, can't believe you haven't seen foot. I saw you know like I've th- never and we've talked about this before. Uh, one of mine that that you'd be surprised I've never seen is Blues Brothers. I've never yes. I've never watched it. Another but well, that's a good movie with a good soundtrack. But I've seen most every other movie you can think but there are a lot of movies I just passed on because I just didn't favorite movie soundtrack. Oh, good grief. I don't see. I put you on the spot with that one. I'll, I'll give you a couple. Of I mean, options. the first ones that come to mind are like Purple Rain is a great one. Um, uh, Saturday, uh, Saturday Night Fever is great. Oh, that is a good one. Okay, here's some options for you. The you, movie's not as good as the soundtrack. I'm going to give you five Grease, soundtracks. Of course, Sandy died, but Grease, yeah, Grease. Was a, Grease is a fantastic soundtrack. I love that soundtrack. I listen to that now. Uh-huh. Okay, here's five. Well, usually when you're oh, when you're visiting Kimbo uh, Sandy's, no, you're visiting oh, Sandy's, Sandy's grave. grave. Yeah, I yeah, do yeah, listen yeah. to it there. Okay, are you ready? Here's uh-huh. I want you to choose your favorite. Pretty in Pink. Uh, so I married an axe murderer. Grease. Um, Saturday Night Fever. Rocky Horror Picture Show. I'm probably gonna still go with Grease, and and the reason is, and I love the other ones, 
but I just Greece has always held a special place for me. I think those are my probably my five favorites. And I'm not a and also uh, a horrible movie, but probably a fantastic soundtrack. I've never listened to the soundtrack is um, Xanadu. Fantastic, because, because yeah. I love ELO, and yeah. actually their version of Xanadu that that he sings. I'm just blanking on names tonight. Um, the guy, the ELO guy. Oh my gosh, my, my <laughs> I, I know all their names. We need to I, start recording in the mornings sometimes. Maybe I could start getting here like at, at the studio like at four if we could find a key to the place. I know. So you know what else we didn't talk about real quick before we get to the weird news? What you and I both, uh, and we're gonna get. I'm surprised we haven't heard more about this from Sean. We both skipped out on something the other night. Did we? We had a class reunion. Oh, we did. Yes. Yes. And uh, I've never been to a class reunion. At all. Ever. I went to the first one. I went to the the 10. I went to the 20. The tw- the 10 was okay, but everybody's trying to kind of show, oh, look what I've done. Yeah. The 20, everybody's mellowing out. My thing is. I just didn't. It was a multi-year one, which I didn't really, wasn't really on board, yeah. board with. Yeah. The pictures look fine. Did not look like a ton of people showed. Looked like they had a lot of people, but they didn't have like the original ones. You know, the thing about our area is everybody that we graduated with that I want to stay in contact with, I'm still in contact well, Facebook. with. Well, Facebook, but even Facebook around is, town. Facebook, I know, but even, though, even so, you know, Facebook is the 21st century. Fox. No. <laughs> 21st, 21st century yesterday. <laughs> All my troubles seem so far away. No, I was doing an excess, but I couldn't remember the rest of the song. Oh, anyway, excess was awesome. I'm kind of in a funky thing right now. I'm like in a zone right now. You know, earlier today, I blew my nose and I saw stars. <laughs> Dang. You know what? That's that's a bad sign. You may have uh, pneumonia or something. Uh, uh, you ever seen stars? Yes. It's a, yeah. They've got HBO, Star, Cinemax. <laughs> I blew my nose last night and saw stars. No, but you, really? Because I was walking Charlie and it was outside. Oh, no. Yeah. But I, I, you ever like stand up? Charlie. Your... I said Charlie. Charlie's been dead for a year now. <laughs> Maybe you got something wrong. <laughs> so, you know, they, they people always say, you know, oh, you see stars. Yes. And you, what does that mean? You see cartoon characters, little stars. But when you really see stars. Oh, yeah. I've done that many times. It's pretty cool. Yeah. They're like electric little lights flying around in front of your face, like swimming around in front of your face. It's kind of cool. Almost like jumped up again real yeah. quick just to see it again. The time they made me pass out at, at art school, I saw stars. I want to make you pass out sometime. You've but, come close before. But I can't. Yeah. I can't, can't You're going to have to up your funny game. That's probably not going to happen. <laughs> Let's just say I was blessed with a couple of times I might have been funny. Okay, here we are 20 minutes into the episode. It's okay. Everybody expects it. You know why? They want to catch it's up Friday. with us. They want to know what's going it's on. Friday. It's Friday. Okay, but let's go ahead and get to this. Man gets stuck in Cadillac XLR for over 13 hours after electric door releases handles. What? That That's written weird. After the electric door release handle... Wow! Yeah, the, let's just. I'm gonna. I'm gonna write this myself. A guy gets stuck in his car because the electric door handles didn't work. And this comes to us from our good buddy Kerry Walker. He uh, sent this over to you. I and saw me. him the other day. Did you really? He got a. Uh, Must e- not have been anybody in front of him. E- <laughs> yeah, you can say that because yeah. you're only barely what barely I'm taller than I'm taller than him. <laughs> he got a. Uh, he bought an old amp from him for his guitar. Oh, good. Yeah. And Kerry, I'm sad. Kerry's moving further out of way. He got married and he's moving away. Yeah. What is it? You know, I, I've got a lot to say about Kerry, but but he did send us this uh, this story, so all is well. And he said, he, but he does he did mention that it's like I'm never gone because I show up to his door twice a week. Yeah, yeah. So he's really moving further out, huh? He's moving to the side of the planet. Somewhere. Uh, remind me to discuss that after we turn these mics off. 
why you want to like really yell at him about it. I'm going to stalk him. I don't blame you. Yeah. Anyway, so the electric door handles, those things broke. The guy couldn't get out. He was stuck for 13 hours. Last month, a 75-year-old Cleveland man got stuck in his hot Cadillac XLR for four, now it says 14 hours, after an issue with the car's electrical system rendered the power door release buttons useless. Hello? Uh... Too bad I don't have like a phone I could call somebody or come out. <laughs> well, you know, me. that's a Cadillac XLR. There's, you think there's probably an OnStar system or something. <laughs> it's in it. something. Um, I mean, yeah, isn't that the SUV? I don't know. I don't know which one the XLR is. You um, think it was with a, with a name like XLR? Put it this way, Cadillac. If it's it's probably yeah, yeah, it's probably a newer one. Anyway, I'm guessing. I'm that's conjecture on my part. But anyway, go ahead. The ordeal had the man convinced he was going to die. The Washington Post reported. Uh, I accepted at some point. Oh, this is an old guy. I accepted at some point. This is how I'm going to die. Peter Pyros. That sounds like a stage Peter name. Peter Pyros. That's a stage name. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Peter Pyros. Peter Pyros. Today's band name. Told the news site about the nearly 14 hours he was stuck in his 2006. 2006 yeah. Fairly. I mean, you know, not that not 12 that old. years old. Um, so are you. Uh, Cadillac XLR, a vehicle that uses electric switches to open doors instead of mechanical releases used in most cars. But OnStar's been around since then. Yeah. OnStar's been around a long time. You're right. What's the excuse? Get out know. of your car. Or what about somebody walks by, he just bangs on the window. Honestly, get out. he's 75. He probably forgot how to get out. Maybe it did break. Maybe. Uh, but anyway. I, I, don't, I don't want to make conjecture. He said he went out to his garage to start the car at about 10 a.m. I'm glad the garage door was open, I hope. Uh, yeah. um, could you imagine being in your car, started in your garage, then the doors won't open. And it won't shut off. And it's it like shut. Christine. Oh, my gosh. Uh, he said he went to the garage to start the car about 10 a.m. August 31st, uh, then planned to walk back in the house and change clothes before taking it for a spin. He just wants to spin, do spin, do donuts in the... <laughs> He didn't take his cell phone with him, he ah. said, and he didn't tell anyone what he was doing. He didn't think he needed to. Well, I wouldn't tell somebody if I'm going to the garage. No. I wouldn't say, honey, I'll be back in 30 seconds. Uh, Mr. Pyro said, <laughs> the Pyro himself said. He's a big Def Leppard fan. He tried to uh, start the engine, but nothing happened. Then he said he tried to open the doors and realized they wouldn't budge. So his battery died is what it well, is, that, probably. I, well, I, maybe if I get to the end of the story. Okay, go ahead. With the door handles not working, well, there's no door handles. With the windows not rolling down and the power top also not retracting, he tried breaking out the car's glass and he yelled out for help as the heat inside made him sweat profusely and passed out multiple Good times. Good night, man. He could have died. The Washington Post paints the gloomy scene. Each time he woke up, he said, he thought to himself, I can't believe I'm in this situation. He said, I'm a 75-year-old man locked in his own car, pleading, passing out. And uh, when he needed to, <laughs> urinating inside his shoes. I hope they weren't Crocs. <laughs> I'm gonna, can I read that again? I'm going to read that again. Whatever. Because I think everybody it's needs to hear podcast. that again. Read it. Each time he woke up, he said, he thought to himself, I can't believe I'm in this situation. He was a 75-year-old man locked inside his own car, pleading, passed, uh, passing out, and when he needed to, urinating inside his shoes. I'm surprised as hot and sweaty as he was, he had to do that at all. Does that mean that he just didn't take his shoes off before he urinated? Because you're, I'm inside my shoes right now. <clears throat> I guess they just path of least resistance down the pant leg into the shoe. Okay. Okay. Maybe. I was kind of, or did he take them off like and didn't have a bottle in the car? Oh, that could be the case too. Took them off and eventually. Maybe that's what he did. Because if they were waterproof. It just seemed weird. I wouldn't want to do that. I would, well, I no. guess nobody wants to. Got to get some new shoes after that. You're yeah. Not gonna, they'd be squeaky. Eventually, after over half a day, 
a neighbor heard Pyro's screams. <laughs> Found the man in the car and called police. Firefighters asked Pyro's to pop the hood so they could power up the battery. And with juice in the battery, the electric door switches worked and Pyro's was free. He was treated at a local hospital and released. I oh, think Cadillac needs it. to step up and do something about that. Fix that. Absolutely. There's, there should be an emergency switch, and maybe there is. Maybe I don't you know. could have crawled. Th- what, if, what if the seats fold down in the back of that car? I don't know. I, ca- I can't picture Caddies right. may not do that. Hey, do you like uh, like no. sports mascots as much as I do? I don't do? like sports. I didn't say sports. I said sports mascots. Yeah, I like the San Diego chicken. He's great, isn't He's he? He's awesome. And there's a chance we could actually get him for an interview. He does podcast interviews. so Don't, don't unless you're going to cash that check. I'm just saying there's a chance. Your mouth is writing right now. And oh, by the way, I've got I've got two special guests that we uh, may have. I'll remind me to tell you about that after the microphones are powered. Yeah, you've been telling me someone Kevin else. Cronin. Yeah, been Kevin Cronin. Yeah, Kevin. You've been telling, me, and that's never happened. No, Kevin Cronin. Uh, I gotta I gotta work on that. But anyhow, well, we've insulted him. So, you have insulted him so many times. I sent you a video of this this week. Did you watch the video? By any chance? No, I didn't remember getting the video. Yeah, you sent me back a ha 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 ha. But uh, I think it was ha 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 something like that. Yeah. All right, headline is Colorado Buffalo's mascot shoots himself in the groin after pointing the T-shirt cannon in the wrong direction. <laughs> the video that is priceless. That can't be. <laughs> you see a mascot double over? <laughs> you know how far those T-shirts fly out of that thing? Oh, man. Mascots are a staple of sporting events, regardless of whether you are waiting for a local college football matchup, the first game of the Stanley Cup, or a crucial game seven in the NBA playoffs. Mascots are quintessential to U.S. sports as fantasy leagues are and cues to the concession stands. Most mascots try to whip up the atmosphere, pose with young ones for photographs, and goof around with fans of the team on the road. Recently, however, mascots have also taken on a commercial role, including firing t-shirts, caps. Some of them even fly, uh, fire hot dogs. Have you seen that? They'll why, wrap up a hot dog. Why would I want that? Why would you want a hot dog? A shot out of it. Okay, I'm watching the video right now. Oh, okay. Uh, t-shirts, caps, hot dogs, other paraphernalia, and novelty cannons into the crowd. And that's when things can go wrong. Badly wrong, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> I, t- I told you that was priceless. The Colorado's Buffalo's mascot found he out. He turned around backwards. <laughs> found out for himself on Saturday when he accidentally shot himself in the groin with a T-shirt cannon that was facing the wrong way. You think those things would have some definitive way to point them? Or you would think the mascots know what they're doing. (laughs) Instead of aiming the cannon towards the crowd. He's already seeing stars, speaking of that. You get so sweaty in those things. Chip the Buffalo. His name's Chip. Chip the Buffalo. (laughs) Chip the Buffalo. Chip the Buffalo. That sounds like a band name. Had accidentally pointed the cannon towards his groin region. As a result, instead of the expected uh, T-shirt landing into the stands... Oh, that he, had to hurt. he only succeeded in inflicting some serious damage. Wow. Aren't you glad you watched that? That's funny. That is funny. This next one hits close to home for us, not because both of us, both of us, because we both own Priuses. Yeah, I have two. You have one. Yes, I do. And my daughter has one, so really, we have three in the family. So we're a four Prius podcast, pretty much. And I don't care what anyone says; they're great cars. I love my Prius. I'm and what she one. and what she says in this is not accurate. No, it is not. <laughs> Woman refuses to pull over, tells Trooper, I drive a Prius. I'm sure you can see that. Yes, ma'am. I can see it's very nice. That's a very nice one. (laughs) A Washington State Patrol Trooper got more than he bargained for when he tried to pull a woman over from Olympia for expired uh, 
tags. It says tabs. Tabs. Expired tabs. Um, the <laughs> trooper spotted. She had a case of tab in she, the, tr- yeah, in the truck. Yeah, ma'am, they don't sell that anymore. That's, <laughs> that's got to be expired. The trooper spotted a white hatchback Toyota Prius. Don't they all have hatchbacks? Uh, southbound on I-5 through Marysville Wednesday evening. But when the trooper turned on his emergency lights, the driver made no reasonable attempt to pull over, according to the arrest report. She drove for about a mile before leaving the interstate and stopping at an intersection. The trooper then told her over the loudspeaker to get off the road. Get off the road. You need to pull over. Get off the road. She stayed, <clears throat> excuse me, put. <laughs> the trooper then approached the driver's side window and told her again to move off the road. She allegedly said she would not stop until she reached the Bank of America parking lot. The trooper told the driver to pull over a third time. I will not, she <laughs> reportedly said. I drive a Prius. I'm not pulling over there. <laughs> What's it going to do that, the trooper, that another car wouldn't? The trooper told her a fourth time, according to his written report. Again, she refused. Seeing the driver would not cooperate, the trooper told her to step out of the vehicle. She said no one resisted, according to the report. And then uh, he then forced her out. The driver was unhappy. Yeah, if you get for, uh, if you get forced out of your Prius, you're probably not going to be a happy, happy no. driver. I will own your bank account. I will own your house, she reportedly said. The trooper asked her name. None of your business. That's a weird name. She, yeah. Okay, Miss <laughs> <Yeah>. Business. <laughs> uh, the driver told the trooper that she will not pull over her on the shoulder because her tires keep popping because her car is a Prius record show. Whatever that's supposed to mean. Well, this is not the version I read where she's cuss- she's cussing up and down saying that Priuses have bleepity bleep tires and... <laughs> Um, the driver, 42, was arrested for invest uh, for investigation of failing to obey instructions, failing to identify herself, and for obstruction, all misdemeanors. She was released Thursday night pending trial. Yeah, so she starts yelling about how she drives a Prius and they've got horrible tires. I'm like, maybe yours. But, right. But I put I, good tires on mine. Well, even they don't usually, not many modern cars come with really horrible yeah tires. i don't know of a car that comes with tires that'll pop if you pull up into the shoulder. she must have had just a bad run with tires because she either runs through you know runs Something. across everything but maybe she works at amazon and she fell asleep on her way home maybe i don't know headline is clueless man tries to bathe feet in a yellowstone hot spring this really we we actually go to we went to school with a guy who lives out that out towards that way yeah and um it's just funny he's always giving commentary on Facebook every time some idiot walks up to a bison or so much does something crazy and this stuff. This is just another thing where people just think they, it, they think it's just a playground to do whatever they want. Yeah. It's water on the ground. It can't be that hot that I don't understand folks. The geyser basins of Yellowstone. Well, well, National that's Park. what they think. Exactly. But that's the geyser comes their out and it's, yes, yeah. it's boiling. Uh, they're clearly marked with signs warning people to stay off the geyser basins with good reason. People have been boiled alive, Craig. What mm-hmm. a nightmare in the park's thermal Springs. But ever so often, some doofus thinks he knows better than the National Park Service. The most recent incident occurred on September 14th. An unidentified man, as if he didn't have enough problems, jumped barricades and was caught on video using the thermal hot springs to give himself a foot spa. People just don't think that the core of the earth is hot, apparently. I guess not. I, I don't know. I don't know what this person was thinking. Stunned tourists, appalled by the brazen flouting of park regulations, not to mention the inherent danger, yelled at the man and implored him to get back on the trail. Everyone around us was yelling for him to get out and to be careful. He did not look up and make eye contact with anyone. At one point, he took off his shoes and socks and attempted to put his feet in the water. Was that guy from Maine? I didn't ask him. I don't know. 
The trespasser sunk his bare feet into the steaming earth. In the video, he is seen rubbing his feet with his hands. The woman who shot the video said he stayed behind the barricade for about 10 minutes before returning to the trail. That one time, why did it not just go off? I don't know. The average temperature of the water in a Yellowstone hot springs is 143 degrees Fahrenheit. But much higher temperatures of geothermal activity have been recorded. Uh, just as my family and I arrived at the thermal pool, we see this guy cross over the barricades and head straight for the water. The woman who recorded the video she said. She was from Georgia. I didn't ask her. I, I don't know. I mean, we had the audio, but. <clears throat> yeah, that's some good audio. Yeah, it's pretty clear. Hey, man admits to using his dead neighbor's debit card to buy $7,000 worth of pizza. That's a lot of pizza. Well, his neighbor wasn't going to care. Really? What's he going to do? What's he going to do? Eat it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> Last time Marie Conlon's neighbors remembered seeing her was sometime in January 2015, but no one was entirely sure. In late October 2017, police officers forced their way into her apartment in Belfast, Northern Ireland, and found the 68-year-old's remains. Uh, Conlon was not married and had no children, and it seems that no one noticed that she had died more than two years earlier, no one except for Robert Sharkey. That's just sad. <laughs> This sad. poor woman, this poor woman died alone, sat there for two years, and then Robert Sharkey over here, <laughs> Mr. Sharkey comes by with his big fin. According <laughs> to Belfast Live, uh, Sharkey is accused of breaking into Conlon's home, stealing her bank cards, and using them to buy food and pay his bills. The 24-year-old is also accused of failing to report her death, preventing her burial in legal terms for a period stretching from August 2015 until she was discover, discovered last October. Good grief. During, you know, we call him piece of crap. Yeah, lo- lousy loser. Uh, have you heard about the lousy loser? <laughs> you all right? You're talking about the guy beaten by the king hearts every time? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he's the guy that spends Miss Conlon's cards all the time. Oh. During his appearance in the Belfast Crown Court earlier this week, Conlon pleaded guilty to breaking in and stealing batteries, a coffee mug, cash, and her debit card. He was having. He batteries. also acknowledged that he knew that she. He he acknowledged that Trouble. yes, he knew she was dead. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to get through this. There's a lot to go, get through. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Sharky reportedly used Conlon's debit card. Uh, wait, wait here. Wait. So what? Wait. Yeah. Go ahead. They, I, I thought I messed up, but no, they did. Yes. During his appearance in Belfast uh, court, Crown Court earlier this week, Conlon pleaded guilty. No, Conlon didn't. Sharky did. Sharky, totally Sharky complete, man. But they're saying Conlon pleaded I guilty. I know, that's so wrong. Journalism's dead. Anyway, Sharky reportedly used uh, Conlon's debit card to order. If journalism seven- was dead, this guy would steal its card and buy hamburgers. Yes. No, pizzas. He, his, he, uh, see, he used Conlon's debit card to order $7,823 worth of Domino's pizza. Buy some good pizza. That is good pizza. No, I said buy some good pizza. Oh, there's I like lot, Domino's. Lot, oh, there's better than that. Not around here. Yeah, there is. <laughs> <laughs> there is. I don't like the Papa's pizza. They're, they're not even here anymore right here. Are but, they not? Uh, oh, you're talking about Papa John's? Yeah. Oh, no. I thought you meant Papa Murphy's. Oh, no, I do like Papa Murphy's. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd buy that before yeah. I'd buy. No, I'd buy Domino's before I buy either of those. Because then what you do is you go use your card to go buy a nice oven. <laughs> and then take yeah. that oven and then take your pizzas from Papa Murphy's. <laughs> yeah, say pop them in that oven. If you, if, you, if you burn some cheese in the bottom of the oven. Doesn't matter. Throw, no, throw the oven out. Go buy another one with you her got card. got a card. The presiding. Uh, wait, wait, what else did I say here? Domino's pizza. Uh, a bunch of food at a supermarket. Cell credits phone. Credits for the cell phone. Power bill. 
Let's see. The only allegation he denied was stealing a second debit card. It was a credit card. <laughs> the presiding judge, Judge Jeffrey Miller QC. I'll say that. Judge Miller QC. I'll say that. I'll say that. Judge Jeffrey Miller QC. Yeah. <laughs> Ask for additional time to consider Sharkey's denial of the second theft, as well as decide whether the court would prosecute him for breaking and entering, in addition to the other charges against him. He was ordered to return to court uh, on September 24th. Sharkey said, Judge, if you uh, would get some additional time, come on over and have some pizza, yeah. and uh, <clears throat> we'll it's talk a, about it. Uh, see, it's a very, on me. It's, it's a very sad... Uh, it's very sad... A person has ended their days in this nature, and I know the family have been quite distressed by it all. Um, Sin Fane. Sin Fane? Sin Fane representative Alex Maskey said, what? Sin Fane Sin Fane Alex Maskey. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm told she led a very quiet, private life over the past number of years, which obviously has contributed to the fact She's laying so long. Yeah. Maybe they should strap him to her chair. Oh, now you're And talking. not feed him and leave him for two years. That's a good idea. And then take his card. And, and then take. And order some hot piping Domino's pizza with that. Yeah, that's, that would be horrible. Okay, we got a story here from Mark Patch. You know Mark Patch, right? Who? Mark Patch. Who? Mark Patch, our band leader. The official weird band leader. Big band. You said he was weird. Yeah. No, no, no. The weird band leader. The big band uh, leader for weird. The one that wears the toilet brush in his ears? Headline is. The guy that wears the, the cone on his head? That guy? Florida teacher says she was fired for refusing to give students partial credit on an assignment they didn't turn this in. This has been all over the place here lately. It really has. And we usually don't cover the stories that are everywhere else. But hey, we thought you might want to talk about this one at the water cooler. A teacher in Port St. Lucie, Florida, says that she was fired for refusing to give students partial credit for work they did not turn in. Uh, after many students didn't hand in the Explorer Notebook project, Diana Torado, an eighth grade teacher uh, at Westgate, gave them a zero for the grade. According to Torado, she was let go because of the school's no zero policy. Craig, I wish our school had, had a no zero policy. No that would have been policy. awesome. I, we would have been top of the class. <laughs> Allegedly included in the student and parent handbook. But what if they don't turn it in? And they say they'll give them a 50. Oh, no, we don't, Toronto yeah. said. 50. I mean, you you could miss four or five papers and still come out with a C if you got 50s for, for not turning anything in. Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's dumb. Toronto, who uh, was still in her probationary period, was terminated from her position on September 14th. However, no clause was mentioned in the letter from not the principal. Not Santa, not Mrs. Claus. <laughs> According to a news uh, channel, a chief information officer for Westgate said in the statement, there is no district or individual school policy prohibiting teachers from re recording a grade of zero for work not turned in. The district's uniform grading system utilizes letter grades A through F, numerical grades 100 to zero, and grade point averages from four to zero. So he's saying uh, that's, not, that's not a fact. Toronto, who says teaching is a calling for me, claims that she was told never to give a student a zero. I'm so upset because we have a nation of kids that are expecting to get paid and live their life just for showing up, and it's not real. It worked for us. What? A, <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> but what a piece of wisdom from that gives me hope. Yeah, but here's the thing. What I don't understand. Let me. They're saying that. it's not true. They are, but she's saying, "Oh, yes, it is." She said that she remembered. She claims she was never told, or that she was told to never give a student a zero. That's a quote. But her last sentence in the story is, "I'm just so upset." Because we have a nation of kids that are expecting to get paid and live their life just for showing up, and that's not real. 
I'm going to give her one of these. We need more of that. It's a shame I've already declared the listener of the episode. I can't, yeah, I can't give I know. It, I can't give it to her. Oh, now. you know what she is? She is the news person of the episode. No, she's the teacher of the teacher episode. of the episode. Yeah, there we go. Man removed from Indian plane after trying to enter cockpit to charge phone. What are you doing in here? You cannot charge a phone in here. This is the cockpit. A passenger has been taken off an Indian domestic flight after trying to enter the cockpit to charge his phone. <laughs> the man who some Indian, uh, Indian media reports said was intoxicated tried to enter the cockpit while the plane prepared to take off for Calcutta. You'll go to f- how would an how would an intoxicated Indian person say? Uh, that'll just sound like I'm being racist. <laughs> From the western city of Mumbai. Why come you won't do it? Well, an indigo because if I'm trying to sound like I'm the guy in the story and and I'm just using the accent, that's one thing. But people are real weird about stuff. And yeah. if I start doing like a drunk Indian guy, then it's going to be, oh, now you're making fun of him. And I'm not doing that. What I'm was gonna, the guy's name from the 70s that, that made his living as a comic? Foster Brooks. Foster Brooks. Foster Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, just put a little Foster Brooks in there when you yeah. do it. Uh, well, this isn't the person that was No, doing I know, it. but I want to hear it. No, I can't do it. <laughs> While an Indian go aircraft was on the ground, a unruly passenger tried to enter the cockpit, stating that his mobile <laughs> need to be charged. A statement from the airline said, need to be yeah, I love Foster Brooks would be in the middle of a sentence <laughs> and, and he, would just, he would just, he would just, kids, if you've never seen Foster Brooks, it's clean. Uh, now don't look at one of the, well, were the, were the, um, Dean Martin roast and things he was on, were those, did they get foul? Or, I don't remember. They didn't. No, no they didn't. No. So go back and watch any of the Foster Brooks stuff. He's I fun. used to think Dean Martin was doing the same, the same stick and then I realized, realized he, he was, was just drunk, drunk all the time, which is sad. Um, he was removed from the aircraft, not Dean Martin, but this guy, <laughs> and handed over to the police on grounds of a security violation. Indigo, I was on grounds of a security violation. <laughs> police questioned the man, but released him soon after. Oh, it boy. was catch and release. But you remember, you say it's sad, and it is sad that he was drunk all the time. But back in the sixties and seventies, cigarette was in a, one hand, I, drink in the other. Even the sitcoms like uh, Bewitched, the first thing when somebody oh, walked in, luscious. they would fix a drink and light up. Oh, a they smoke were luscious every time. Yeah. All right, Craig, would you stay in a in a coffin for 30 hours? No, because I figure one day I'll stay in it indefinitely. So why would I want to go do it now? <laughs> well, for one thing, you get a free coffin. What am I, David Blaine? <laughs> Headline is Six Flags St. Louis celebrates Fright Fest with a 30-hour coffin challenge. I actually wouldn't because I'm not, at least I don't think I am. I'm not claustrophobic like a lot of people are. Right. But it still kind of gives me a little bit of the heebie-jeebies. Like if I go in for an MRI, yeah, is that the is that the MRI the one you go through the little tube? Yeah, yeah, they stick you in that little yeah. like like I think my dad referred to as like a toilet paper tube. It looks like, like it because you're literally it's like touching your nose against yeah. the thing. That doesn't bother me because I know there's I can tell the lights coming in behind me. I know I'm just in a tube right. and it's open on both ends. Yeah, but I kind of still feel that heebie-jeebie-ish. And there are times like if I was going to go into a cave, there's no way that I would want to go into some indefinite length of I can only go in one way and squirm out or I can't yeah. turn around. I don't want to do that. Uh, okay. But I don't want to be, I, I can tell that I got just enough of the heebie-jeebies from that stuff that yeah. I wouldn't want to be enclosed in a coffin even with air because it would probably freak me out. Well, it's a lot easier than the, than the headline makes it sound, I found after reading the story. Well, then why would you bother? Six Flags in St. Louis, Missouri is challenging six contestants to spend 30 hours inside a coffin for a chance to win $300 during the park's annual spooktacular. They're not, not burying them, are they? Spooktacular. Good grief. I hate that word. Halloween Why? event. It just gets on my nerves. Spooktacular, please. Come up with something new. What does that even mean? It's been around since our, we were kids. What's spooktacular? 
What does that mean? That's not even a real word. Speaking of, you know, the Halloween is the Halloween weener weener <laughs> Halloweeniness. Halloweeniness coming up. <laughs> yeah. I told you I got <laughs> mental problems right now. So What do you mean right now? Oh, sorry, all the time. <laughs> Did you hear when you were kids? Like I, did every, I was obsessed with the Monster Mash. Oh yeah, uh, Bobby <laughs> yes, Boris Pickett, yes. and it was an old song when we were kids. It was already been around. Mash. Ting, ting. He did the Monster Mash. The Monster Mash. So it was a graveyard smash. <laughs> yeah. It okay, caught on in a flash. Can I, can I continue here? He did the Monster Mash. Participants of the Ghoulish Contest. Uh, to celebrate the 30th year of Fright Fest, will bide their time inside a two-by-seven-foot coffin at the park from 1 p.m. October 13th until 7 p.m. October the 14th. Coffin dwellers. This is where it makes Does me it think come I with could a catheter? do it. No, no. In this, I'm about to explain that. Coffin dwellers will be allowed to bring a friend during Fright Fest operating hours, but they must brave the non-operating hours alone. So you can have a buddy there by the coffin talking to you or whatever. And according to the contest rules, contestants will also get brief hourly That's bathroom a, breaks so and in coffin meals. So they're going to be basically not in the ground. They're, they're not in the ground. They're, just they're not in the ground, the, and I'm not even sure they're going to close the lid because they're going to bring them food. You can have your cell phone. They will shut this coffin down. Oh, hey, I hit the wrong button again. That's not the same. No, it's, it's not. I, got, I need to get that one back, too. Because this one has a purpose of just talking over you when you're being mean to me. Where the you talk other over one, you talk over me by yourself. Why do you need a, something else? Yeah, but I don't do that when you're being yeah, mean but to but me. <laughs> Those who complete the macabre challenge will win two 2019 gold season passes, a fright fest prize package including two VIP said, haunted house ah, passes, and, Brady. and a ticket for two to ride the freak train for Freaks Unleashed. That wow. sounds like a blast. <laughs> All aboard the freak train. You going off the rails on the freak train? <laughs> if more than one person makes it to 30 hours, a drawing will determine who gets the 300 bucks. One more perk. Successful coffin dwellers get to keep their casket. Oh, please. You know, that's actually a good prize because those things are expensive. And if you store <laughs> it properly, you can really, really use it. <laughs> You're a weirdo. Have you ever seen the the uh, kisket? Yeah. Have you seen the? Uh, there's, I saw. I saw one that. How would you like to be buried with a demon? Well, I saw on your... one. That, I thought it was too soon. I saw somebody here locally was selling. Uh, it was a Burt Reynolds one. It had like him as the bandit. Like, <laughs> somebody said, "Like well, that'd be great staring at that the rest of You're your eternity." Real. Let's get oh. to it. It's time for the Mark Patch Top Ten. Yeah, it's a good one tonight. Top ten most overrated book series of all time. And I agree with most of these, by Let the way. Let turn Mark down so low for. Well, that's you know, good. Okay. Top 10 most overrated book series of all time. Number 10. And I, I really, before we go through this list, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> no, because I don't I don't read a whole lot, and, and I, I could probably. I will, I'll make comments. I think every one of these are probably overrated because they've been turned into movies. And they've been turned into like a big uh, huge successes. So they are all considered. And if you're a big book reader, you're looking at books that are really good that never got any attention. Exactly. So you're, you're going to think, oh, okay, that's, these are right. Okay. Yeah. So, so, although that doesn't work for like S.E. Hinton books because the outsiders, Tex, Rumblefish, those were all made into good movies. Yeah. Great they were. Books. Yeah. Okay. Number 10 of the top 10 most overrated book series of all time. Goosebumps, which I actually enjoyed. I've I, read a I, few I, of there's those. There's nothing else out there like that. Is there? Uh, the, yeah, there are now, but there weren't at the now, time. But yeah. I mean, let's, James loved the Goosebumps series. All right, number nine, the Maze Runner series. I watched one of the movies and just about lulled myself to sleep. I watched the first one. When you look at, like, Maze Runner, and even even though I like Ready Player One, when you look at that, Maze Runner, any of these, they all... 
they're all that same yeah society and everything's bad and yeah. only a few people are left to be you know saved from it and right pulled up out of the muck you know yes. to me it's just kind of the same stuff over and over again number eight 50 shades series oh please yeah. never read one never saw over anything that on one. that one uh, number seven, the Percy Jackson series, and if I'm, I've never read any, but I heard it's kind of a ripoff of Harry Potter. Uh, I'm but, not familiar but, with but it, but like Neptunes or something. They're like, in it, like got some Greek. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I was I'm, thinking because the first one was like Percy Jackson and the I don't know, and the something something. Of, uh, no, I don't know what it was. Can't remember. Okay. Anyway. Number six, Warriors series. I don't know those. I don't know those either. Uh, number five, I do know the Divergent series, which I've never read, but I know of it. Is that all the 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 Katniss? The, the, yeah, is that, yeah. Is it, uh, it's 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 the sequels to the Detergent series. The Detergent. Those were the clean. Those copies. were the clean ones, yeah. and, and then, then you they had the it, ones that then were, they went Divergent. But isn't they, that the one? The what's it called? I don't uh, know. The one with uh, what's her face in it. Her name's Alec. Why well, can't I remember her name's Katniss? Is all I remember. I don't know. Oh, come on. I don't know. There's like three or four of the movies. I've never seen them. I don't know. I'm sorry. Number four. Don't be mad with me. One that's right up there, up your alley. Diary of a Wimpy Kid series. I did enjoy those, actually. I read some of those to James when he was a kid. Actually, we watched the first movie with the kids because it's been a few years now, and uh, it was cute, I guess. I have never seen the movies. Uh, Number three, I disagree with. I think this is a very good series, the Harry Potter series. (laughs) It's funny. I was trying to think of Hunger Games, and that's number two. Okay. okay. Divergent. Why was I thinking those were related somehow? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so number two of the most overrated book series, The Hunger Games. And the number one most overrated series of books ever, The Twilight series, which I agree with. Yeah. I got tired of those, and I didn't even, I didn't even, didn't even read them. You were just tired of hearing about it. Yeah, just like... Get, I, re- I actually read... Actually, believe it or not, I read the first two. Did you really? Yeah, and you know why I read them? Why? Because they weren't... They hadn't blown up yet. I didn't... I just had heard what they were about. So you enjoyed the first one enough to read the second? Yeah, but this, again, this was before it became a, uh, a a teen thing with the movies and everything. This was like when the books first came out. Okay. And I, I heard the storyline and I thought, oh, that sounds kind of interesting. And I, I passed them on like a couple more people in the house read like two or three of them and but um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't know it was bef- it, again. My defense is it was before any of the stuff like the movies and all that kind of stuff. It was they, the book had just come out. I heard the idea. I thought the idea sounded kind of cool. Yeah, and I, it was okay. It was a pretty good book, but um, definitely way overrated. It definitely, def- definitely. Without a doubt. But uh, hey, this is Friday's episode. That means between now and Monday's episode, when they're actually released, uh, the podcast awards are going to happen. That's true. Uh, Sunday night. Uh, if you are uh, if you want to Google the podcast awards, watch the ceremony with us. And if us. we win, Aaron's going to give every listener $1. <laughs> that's not true. That's I don't have $2. Two, that's only $2. I can't I spare you, that. Why are, you not, why are you not on board with this, guy? Thanks for listening to episode 213. Please tell your friends. Bye.